0: Hi, and welcome to the raw, real and rebellious podcast. My name is Michelle Rebel Coops, and as a personal branding coach, I guide and mentor high achieving professionals and entrepreneurs to liberate themselves from the invisible shackles that keep them from expressing themselves authentically and unapologetically in work, life, and even love. I believe we can all become our own powerhouse and become true leaders of our lives. So let's explore how you can become who you're meant to be, a free, radiant, joyful, and juicy creature of love who takes charge like a true leader does. Hey guys, thank you for being here at the very first episode of this podcast. (laughs) I'm very honored to have you here and um, today I'd actually like to share a little bit around a topic that basically, everyone will recognize it is something very universal, but it's also a topic or a theme that has been very present throughout my entire life. And this is the theme of finding safety as well as freedom. Basically, I have been finding, um, trying to live my life very autonomously. I mean, autonomy has always been this thing for me. I've always strived for a level of independence, but not necessarily to prove myself independent, but to actually, you know, really be able to rely on myself. But at the same time, you know, with all that yearning for freedom and yearning to live life my way on my own terms, I've always had that need for security and safety and to want to feel that I belong somewhere. Now, these are very, very human desires, obviously, and I'm pretty sure that you can relate to this as well, but it's always such a balance, you know, there's always such a, there's a little bit of a an edgy, an edge between the two of them, because we want to feel safe, we want to belong, we want to have that connection with maybe a special someone, we want to know that people um, accept us for who we are, we want to, you know, be accepted by others and the group because you know otherwise we there is this very primary response that is released in our brain when we feel rejected or judged oh my god that is a danger we don't don't want to put ourselves in but at the same time we don't want to feel shackled we don't want to feel that anyone else is telling us how to live our lives because ultimately we also want to feel free we want to be able to explore life to the fullest. And yet, I'm sure that when you look at your life and you look at how you were brought up, how society has influenced you in very positive ways, I'm sure that you can admit that there are shackles, invisible shackles that are holding you back and might not be in your best interest. Just think about it, you know, think about how we are taught how to build relationships. For example, the status quo generally is that you enter a relationship monogamously and exclusively, and there is no room for loving someone else. Just that's just one of the one of the um, areas, for example, that we are conditioned in. And there's nothing wrong with that if you choose that consciously, but there's also so many other ways. And you know, we are taught to behave in a, c- a certain way. We're taught to dress in a certain way. And of course, we really some some we can really appreciate the people that have so much courage to to you know put themselves out there in a way that maybe some of us would never dare to do. You know, the real mm, the um Elton Johns of this world. I mean, he was definitely outrageous in his in his younger younger times and he still is in some way. We admire that, but at the same time to do that ourselves, to really express ourselves that that um, explicitly, hmm, that's a whole different story. because then we are confronted with the fear that maybe other people will have an opinion. And that, will, that opinion might mean that we're being rejected or judged or people will, you know, uh, might talk, talk about us behind our backs. And because we fear that so much, we fear the judgment of others because of that, you know, because of that need to, to feel safe with others, because of that, we start adjusting ourselves we start adjusting, we may be holding back in what we actually think, maybe we hold back in our behavior. And I can tell you that this is something that happens to us all. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's just something that, um, that we do want to be aware of. Let me put it that way. It is something we do want to be aware of because if we are you know, limited by all those external opinions for too long, and we start holding back, and we start adjusting, not expressing ourselves fully, because what if people think I'm weird? What if they disagree? What if they won't like me as much? Well, the consequence of that is, is that we're so deeply ignoring a part of us that just wants to be expressed, and wants to be, you know, shown, wants to be seen, and we're adjusting our behavior and our being to fit in to society and to fit in into what society expects us to. Maybe our family, even me, we, we adjust to what our family and our friends might want of us. And I know that right now you're saying, yeah, but of course my friends want, want, us, want me to just be me. And yes, of course. But when it comes down to um, you really, really expressing yourselves yourself authentically and unapologetically, it will definitely create some kind of discomfort maybe in certain interactions. But at the same time, this can also set you free if you start doing that. Um, I remember years ago I was um, a pretty young pretty young girl. I was just I, I mean was I think it was about 18 or something and um i was exploring myself i was exploring who i am and how i navigate this life with friends with boys etc etc and i remember kissing a girl on um, my friend's birthday party now i have to say that my friend my best friend she wants nothing but for me to be who i am and she is so, so super supportive we've been friends for over 25 years But at that moment, she felt like I was stealing her thunder because at her birthday party, I was exploring myself and taking the attention away from her. And of course, I get it. She completely expressed her boundaries and her her grief around that, her, her pain around that. But in that moment, something happened for me. And that was that I better not be too outrageous. I better not be too expressive or not explore myself too much around certain people because that way I will hurt them. I better tone it down a little bit, not be so out there, not draw too much attention because if I draw too much attention, apparently I'm taking away from others. And in that moment, something was reinforced within me. I reinforced that old belief that I should not put myself first and that the needs of others are more important. And I did that because I wanted that safety. I did that because I wanted the safety of being accepted by my best friend. And I did it even when I was younger in my youth to be accepted by my mother, to be accepted by my family. And through that, to, through that, I basically took away my freedom to express myself and shackled myself in trying to feel like I belonged. And of course, this is something that at some point will come out. At some point, it will. Uh, it was bound to come out and it was bound to, to, to show me that this is not who I am, you know, and that I do deserve to express myself fully. But oh my God, it took years, years of, you know, becoming more aware of the fact that how I have been holding back on my true self. Now, this is just an example, obviously, and you might be looking at your own life and looking at how maybe you're holding back in your own way, how maybe you are, when you're on the dance floor, you're not really moving all of your body, for example, because you're afraid that people are going to stare at you or are going to laugh at you. Or maybe you won't express your opinion when you're in a group, because what if your friends will go against you, you know, will we'll, we'll start an argument or something or a discussion that you feel you won't win. Or maybe you feel that <laughs> by really, truly dressing in the way that you would want to dress, people will not accept you. You know, and that this is how we start adjusting. This is how, in very small ways, we still live up to the rules that um society is creating for us but it's not really our truth is it i mean it wasn't my truth i had to learn over the years that you know sometimes me making someone else feel uncomfortable is a gift for them to look at themselves to overcome that and i took away the gift for many people by adjusting myself and by playing small, by really playing small, I remember that for many years, whenever I would be speaking to a man and then his wife or partner would join the conversation, the first thing that I would do is compliment her and make her feel so safe and comfortable around me because in the past I had learned over and over and over again that apparently I was a threat to other people. Uh, women because of the way I look and they felt that I was a threat who might be out there to steal her husband or her partner and of course there was no I wasn't even thinking about that but I noticed how people saw me as a threat especially women and that is how I started adjusting myself how I started to you know tone it down a bit and started to compliment her and it was It wasn't authentic because why would I take away the opportunity for this woman to look at herself and her own fears? She's just as human as anyone else, obviously. And I took away the opportunity for her, for those women to learn that. And this is something that I'm pretty sure a lot of women can can relate to, that we try to comfort other people because we're caring, because we nurture, and it's not just women, it's also men. Let me like, definitely not stereotype here. But, you know, we adjust ourselves to make other people feel comfortable so that they won't have to feel certain unease. But by doing that, we shackle ourselves. We don't really move around freely in our lives. And we don't express ourselves and just, you know, we don't apologetically embrace who we truly are because we are basically thinking about the other person. And true autonomy, which is about freedom, true autonomy means that you will stay in your own center instead of of, um, adjusting your behavior to others. So you remain in your own center while you navigate life and you you know interact with others that is what true autonomy means and that means that you do you you do what is right for you you do what is your you know you live out your truth you express your truth you do the things that make you happy you set your own terms you decide the values that are important to you and you live according to those values all the actions that, you know, activities that you do are based on those values. And you don't have to accept the situation that you're in if it is shackling you, if, 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 if it's, you know, keeping you from what you truly desire. Because true freedom starts within and it starts with you deciding how you want to live your life and what your truth is. And for me, what that meant was to constantly, I constantly challenge myself to try new things. And I constantly ask myself, what is it that I want? I call this the, yeah, the you do you principle. So I do me (laughs) and it sounds a little bit weird actually when I, when I say the words, but it really is around is about, you know, um, deciding what is right for you. Choosing yourself first. Not that there is a hierarchy, but because you are allowed to actually choose what is right for you. You are allowed to do what is right, what is your truth. You're allowed to discover your truth, to live your truth, express your truth, and all of it. Because, you know, you have this one life here. And then you can keep on trying to satisfy everyone else, try trying to adjust your behavior and your actions and your choices because, well, this is what you've been taught because, well, you've already made the decision to be in this commitment, for example. But if it's not your truth anymore, then it's time to get real because, you know, if you keep adjusting yourself to satisfy others, to comfort others, please others, and you're secretly or unknowingly... Um, limiting or even ignoring, neglecting yourself in it, then you're just gonna end up being, re- being really miserable and you're gonna take away the opportunity for that other person to learn and to grow because you, you're not just limiting yourself, you're not just keeping yourself imprisoned, caging yourself, you're also caging them. And this is something that is so important to, to realize The more you adjust yourself to please others, the more you're caging them. I hope that this helps. I'd love to hear from you if this resonates, if this in any way has helped you to liberate yourself more and to balance that need for safety as well as freedom. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're hungry for more, please check out my Brand Rebel app in the App Store or the Play Store. Just simply type in Be a Brand Rebel and you will find it instantly. It's free and it's fun. For now, have a magical day. Stay raw, stay real and stay rebelicious.